Welcome please to the JVG podcast where these G's are going to spread their seeds of knowledge about the league. It's flourishing with ease. These funny catches seem to be well read, esteemed and honest. Like the man himself, Jeff Van Gundy. They are high IQ, so cerebral and funny. So if you're on the bus, just border on the dunny. Listen to the JVG NBA Tribute Show. So what you're going to do, right? First things first, you're going to shut the fuck up. Secondly... You're gonna go walk into that fucking to that roller door, and you're gonna go put on <laughs> a pair of pocket <laughs> a pair of pocketless shorts. Third, Sid boy. Hello, and welcome to episode 107 of the Jeff Van Gundy NBA and sometimes WNBA tribute show. I'm your host Marco, joined as always by Lucas. Lucas, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Marco. How are you? Pardon? <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna do that gag. <laughs> Oh, no, I already made it. <laughs> it's like in Sunny. This is now very contrived, but uh, the Sunny bloopers, they, they they always... Actually, D makes pretty much all of them. Mm. And then they just... A different person will make the same joke every blooper. Right. Or like every take. Ah, so yeah, they keep yeah, it fresh, yeah, 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 but they yeah. keep the same joke yeah, in the yeah, scene. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, I'm D. <laughs> Yeah, it's like one of those things where you improv the first time and then you're not improving for the next 12 times and it's like... Mm, yeah. Well, was it funny then? Yeah. Yes. So, can't really hear you, man. But what it... <laughs> <laughs> or something. Um, so, uh, I when guess you, yeah. well, friends of ours might know. You love to get your ears cleaned, right? I've gotten it cleaned once. Right. And I loved it. Right. Like, nothing I've ever loved before. Uh-huh. Uh, and you came in here and I was just itching away at my ear and I said, I got a really good itch. And then, and then you said, I oh, said, oh man, you, I got a really good itch. Are you itch due in my ear. for a, what did I say? A scooping? Oh, I like that. Let's go with that. You said, <laughs> An extraction, I think I said. Yeah. You said, are you due for a scooping? And I said, I keep going to the doctor and he keeps saying that I don't have much wax in my ears. Mm. And I, all I want. It's then just give it a go <laughs> because I'm sure it'll make me feel better. Yeah. It's, it, it's not even, I don't think it's really to get wax out of your ears. It's mm. fucking getting the shit poured in. It's yeah. feeling like all clear afterwards. Uh, well, for like, for years, for years, since uh, since me and Alex have been, uh, you know, uh, courting each other, if you will, <laughs> she's been hammering on about how I have like fucking just completely blocked ears. Mm. And she just loves getting a little scrunched up bit of tissue paper, sticking it down, like getting out chunks and shit like that. Doing uh-huh. a, sort of, a sort of home job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then fucking she's like, you need to go to the doctor. Like your ears are so blocked. They're so bad. You need to go to the doctor and get them cleaned. And I go to the doctor and he's like, no, no, your ears are completely fine. Like, yeah, there's a bit of wax, but you just have an oddly shaped ear canal. So it looks like it's blocked all of the time. Right. But I still want my ears cleaned. Yeah, just clean them. I know. Just do it. I know I'm waxy. I know maybe I'm a healthy amount of waxy, but I'm waxy. Like that's got to be reason enough. (laughs) <laughs> when your voice gets on me <laughs> so so what's so how did this resolve itself it didn't it didn't like I, I, he was like yeah your ears are fine I was going for fucking thank god I was going for something else what was it it was maybe the COVID vaccine or something like that <laughs> um, <laughs> you know you know when you first when you first had to go and like get permission from your doctor to get yeah. it and shit like that is it alright if I get the vaccine <laughs> yeah alright all <laughs> um, yeah thank god it wasn't just for the ears because you like now, Dr. John, he's a great doctor, John Fogarty. Uh, you'll never get into his clinic. He's, he's booked out for he's, <laughs> he's booked out for years. Um, but very good doctor. He's like one of those doctors who you're like, you know, you come with an issue and he'll give you the inspection and then he'll be like, 
in 1840 when they just <laughs> no way well like it'll just give you like the entire like everything about what's wrong with you everything about like the history of the treatments like what works well what doesn't work well mm. just like completely lays everything on the table for you which I love personally mm. but it also means something like nah mate your ears are actually fine is like a 20 minute conversation <laughs> yeah <laughs> of like so most people's eardrums are they they you know they have a slight curve like this but mm. yours has a much more elongated curve which is good because it actually means it's easier for them to self clean and stay clear <laughs> <laughs> thanks John thanks. so it was yeah. It feels like it was a good experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I would love to get my ears clean. Yeah, yeah. So attention, all doctors. Just like, just, just go, just do it. Yeah. Just like do it, just for a little bit. Yeah. Just maybe like, I don't know, three seconds. <laughs> just do it. It'll, it'll give me peace of mind. Maybe it'll do something mentally to me that makes my ears stop. Yeah, know, exactly. Itching so it's, much. It's a placebo, if you will. I think it's a, it's a, on both ends, it's a placebo. <laughs> I think I'm imagining the thing now, and then also after I get my, you know, ears clean in this imaginary world. It'll feel better. Yeah. But we're like, come on, man. Healthy mind, healthy body. Yeah, exactly. And things of that nature. No, exactly right. Um, do you reckon... What percentage of doctors do you reckon have, like, the, the pimple-popping fetish? Ooh, great question. And I, I reckon I have the exact answer. <laughs> I want to say 20%. Yeah, I like that. But it's like, they're full on that 20%. Yeah. They're like... They're like... The, they're also the top... However many doctors there are in the world. You reckon... Let's say there's 100,000 doctors in the world. The top ones. They are... The pimple pops. The first 2,000. Wow. Yeah. They were like, let me get around these human bodies. Damn. So maybe we need to find one of those. Well. And be like, hey, doc, just give him a... <laughs> also, it'd be 20,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to let that one sit. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, one time I got a... I got these uh, infected tropical lesions under my arms. I've, I've probably told you this story. I've probably <laughs> told you this story. Um, and uh, I had to get them drained at the doctor. And it was like... Like, you know, I've never felt something exit my body in that way, you know? Yeah. Like, you cut into it and it was like... Oh, <laughs> like oh a yeah. big pool of pus fell out. Oh. Like, um, how, many, how many milliliters are we talking? I, I, didn't, I didn't have a look at the Petri dish, but... <laughs> That's fair. Um, but he, he seemed... He kind of seemed to relish it. Like uh, he, not like in a gross way. He was just like, wow, look at that. Oh my and also, God. He'd never seen this infection before. He's like, yeah, I've never really seen anything like Nothing. this. This is over two on the last two things you want to hear at the doctor. <laughs> you don't want the, you don't want news at the doctor. You don't want the doctor to be seeing yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, uh, hey, can you just come in here for a second? <laughs> yeah. That's something you want to have a look at. You guys got to see this. Yeah. I got a freak in my room. <laughs> Well, speaking of freaks... Wow. It's time. It is that time. The first round of the WNBA playoffs. However, this year, it's it's an actual one through eight seed, five-game series, which will be... I mean, not that last year... Last year's playoffs were great, but this is just, like, so much better. Um, I'm just stop you quiet there. It's three games in the first round. My bad. <laughs> three games in the first round, and then five games every round after yeah. that. Yeah, I'll take that again. Uh, it's it's so much better. Like just just looking just looking at these games, even I'm like, why hasn't it always been like this? Yeah. Uh, like I think, you know, I think there's going to be some no contests in this first round, which we'll talk about. But like, there's still going to be so much fun basketball to be played, and there's going to be you know there's going to be players who would get barely a sniff of play basketball getting like at least eighty minutes of action. Yeah. You know, in the next week. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I actually, uh, bad by me for not knowing that the first round is three games, but it changes um, every single one of mine. 
for predictions, as you might assume. Yeah, so they have to be in 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 two or three instead of yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Um, you want to start uh, one to eight, or do you want to start four v five and work our way up? Um, let's start one. Let's start one to eight because I think I think three v six and four v five are the more interesting ones. So yeah, maybe that's fair. We can blitz through these. Uh, so uh, Las Vegas Aces secured the one seed with uh, you know two good wins late in the season uh, against eight seed Phoenix Mercury, who I'm pretty sure are going to be without Dinah Trossi and Scarlett Diggins Smith. Yeah. Uh, for the whole series, so I mean, I think this is just you know, I think this is a wash. Yeah, and I, yeah. Sorry, go. Well, you factor in like Grinan's also not been there all season. That's that is their big three. Yeah, and you know, role players are great, but when they're role players, yeah. And now, like, who would their number one option be? Like Cunningham. Mm, maybe. And <laughs> she was cool when she like popped off for six or seven threes in that playing game they had last year, which ended up, um, like, she was the most instrumental part of their win. But I think that yeah, as I said, role players need to be role players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Diamond to Shields is there. But you know she True. was she came she was coming off the bench uh, for the sky in their run last year, so it's really like, you know, it's not, it, it's it's they're not going to be a competitive team, and they're going up against the Aces, who are like I think just sort of on paper the most talented team in yeah. the league, and we are after kind of a patchy, patchy like third quarter of the season, yeah. we've, we've had like a nice strong finish. Um, you know, it looked really good since, uh, uh, we've, you know, we've been starting, starting Kia Stokes, uh, at the five and moving, um, moving Asia down to the four yeah. and that's just like really helped our defense. So I just, yeah, I just don't think there's really a contest here. Mm. <laughs> no, I think that that's fair. I don't think that this needs to be news. <laughs> um, the only thing I will say is, I mean, I don't want to shade the Mercury because the fact that they made the playoffs given the circumstances they've endured yeah. this season, is just incredible. But, like, of those teams that were, like, there to take the eighth seed, they're kind of kind of the one that I think should have missed out the most. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't think they really... They're, like, they're an experienced side, so, like, getting more... They went to the finals last year, so, like, getting more playoff experience isn't really a boon for them. Yeah. Um, then, you know, they were never going to win a series against any of, like, the top three teams yeah. uh, in the league. So, whereas, you know, Minnesota Lynx, it was like Sylvia Fowles' last, last, last tilt at the playoffs. And the Atlanta Dream were like a good young team who could have really used the experience. So, I think it's, it's, it's a little tiny bit... You can't blame the Mercury at all, but it's a tiny bit disappointing that it was yeah. them who got the eight seed. I understand, what, I, I understand what you're saying. I was actually thinking about it today um, in writing this. Side note, should we turn that off the heater? Yeah, it's quite... um Loud? <laughs> it's quite warm as oh, well. Oh, it's warm as well. So it's, it's fulfilling both of its... <laughs> both of its jobs. Didn't know it was louder. <laughs> so I'm thinking the same thing. I was like, damn, Sylvia Fowles didn't get uh, one last shot at the playoffs or like at least one last taste of the playoffs. Mm. But then I was thinking about the that like 6 through 11 seed run home and... One team did really well, who we'll talk about later, but the rest of them didn't do that well. Mm. And I think the fact that the Lynx missed out on the playoffs—maybe yeah, it's sad from the Sylvia Fowles point—but the fact that the Lynx didn't—the the fact that the Lynx missed out on the playoffs is—is is like I don't feel bad for them. Mm. More generally, it's like mm. these spots were there to be taken and taken quite easily, especially the seven and the eight seed. And you know, if you didn't—if you didn't make it, then 
you sh- you know you shouldn't be in the playoffs. It's yeah. a good reflection of your se- if your of your season. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's the that's maybe the compliment to put, to pay the Mercury is like mm. going up against you know or in the running against a bunch of teams who had like a lot more to fight for in getting a playoff spot. They were still the better team. Yeah, you know, like results wise. Yeah. One last thing about the Aces that I um, one comparison I had for them, I feel like they're like Roger Federer, <laughs> like. You, you just look so cool. And sometimes it looks like you're not even trying. And then mm. at the end of the set, you're down. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, there's, there, there, it, it feels like the, you go through patches of a game where you, you actually look like you aren't trying your, your hardest. And then you'll be up six points at the end of that stretch. Mm. And I think that's a cause for concern for the rest of the teams, uh, especially the top five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also been, you know... That will be kind of acting or cool, and then we'll just have a complete defensive blow up, mm. and um, which is, you know, that's like I'm I'm inheriting way too much of uh, Dante's mother's cautious optimism, <laughs> here, but like that's like my biggest concern going into the playoffs is like we're just gonna we're just gonna fall asleep and let a game get away from us. But yeah, yeah. you're right. Like we're very we're cool, calm, and collected. And I think we've got so much energy left to expend, you know, in mm. the playoffs as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did feel like you could like load manage in within games. Yeah, not like resting a player one game. It was like no, we can just we can give all of our stars a rest in the second half. (laughs) Yeah, 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 handy. Now Chicago, New York. Yeah, I mean, uh, this one. I mean, I I think this is going to be a fun series to Mm -hmm. watch. I don't know how competitive it is because I think as sort of good as the Liberty are, and I think again. They very deserving team. I think they're like this is an absolute matchup nightmare for them. Yeah, <laughs> um, like the the Mizuman, uh Candace Parker front court. Yeah, is just going to be way too much uh, for the Liberty to handle. You know when yeah their starting center is the sky's backup center <laughs> from last last season. Like no no disrespect to Stephanie Dolson, she was like, um, she she was. So, so hardworking in the finals, yeah. like for just a bit player. But I think that, you know, going up against... <laughs> uh, are they both former finals MVPs? Who? I think they might be. Candice, Candice and Mieseman. Um Mieseman won one with... Um, I'm not sure if Candice Parker is. Damn. But, but I think, yeah, Mieseman is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, 2016. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. With the, with the sparks, yeah. So when yeah yeah when the the front court duo you're going up against on like an already really well oiled team is yeah like just two all NBA caliber all WNBA caliber players then yeah I think it's I think it's too much to ask. Yeah, and speaking of load management within the season, uh, Chicago's last game of the season they won by 15 against the Mercury. No one of their starters played more than 20 minutes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so they're fresh and ready to go. God. Um, yeah, I think that these could be quite like demoralizing mm. losses for the Liberty because I think they have exploitable holes and they like they just lose their identity within a game mm. in certain patches. And the team that's going to like capitalize on that more than anyone else is going to be the champions from last year especially on their playoff run last year and then the way they've been playing this year mm. um, and then think about that Sky Sun game from a few weeks ago that we were talking about on pod that just being in that situation like being in that scenario um, 
Yeah, I feel like if it ever does get into a high-pressure situation, we've seen how well both the Sun and the Sky did in that game. Yeah. Um, and I just think that if, if it ever does get to like a close late game or just like a close important stretch, that the Liberty won't be prepared for that. Mm. And the Sky will be for you know more reasons than what we've already um, highlighted. I do think, though, um, that this season, <clears throat> this season for the Liberty has been a success in the fact that UNESCO has started being like a perennial all-star. Mm. Like that's, she's established Andy, herself now. Andy. Yeah. And like, yeah, the potential's gone. She's now just, she's here. Yeah. Which might put them on the clock next season. And I think if they don't just naturally progress to an above 500 team, then someone will lose their job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to make the comparison, but I think it's, it's a bit, it's a bit Dallas Mavericks right now. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. this is, this is like the, uh, transcendental point guard the triple double machine mm. uh ready for big moments now the window's open so like kind of make it work yeah um you know obviously with less regular season success than dallas had but that's just how the WNBA works you know like there were 11 teams competing for the playoffs and one tanking yeah <laughs> <laughs> this season versus like you know fucking what 20 and 10 in the nba in yeah. any given year um so i think that i think that'll be fun i think it'll be like okay can can Ionescu have like you know can she have a 25 point triple double in a in a playoff loss yeah like is that is that in her wheelhouse already i think it is like she's obviously a big game player yeah 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 um i can't remember who was who said it but they were talking about my guy ron harper jr's draft draft um those are like a draft a scouting report jesus Really? Uh, you can't remember who said that? <laughs> <laughs> and they refer to him to him as a gamer. Mm, I like mm, that term. Yeah. Like as someone who just makes shit happen. Yeah. And like someone who just like 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 UNESCO just like will will just seize a big opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, whoever that is, shout out. And, and UNESCO, <laughs> you're a gamer. <laughs> um a few more a few more words on the uh the sky before we move on. Um like I said, they're a matchup nightmare for uh, the Liberty, but I really think they're a matchup nightmare for anyone. Yeah, like, I think whether or not they're like the best team in the playoffs, they're like they're gonna be they're the hardest team to beat. Like, yeah, they've got the least like exploitative exploitable mm. uh, flaws, and you know the the fact that they just like add, added as I said a former Finals MVP to the team that won yeah. <laughs> the Finals last year. It's a lot more. It's if it's a lot more like meaningful now that we're in the playoffs. Yeah, it's like oh okay, so they were that good coming from the sixth seed last year when they had you know they didn't have home and they had disadvantage the entire yeah <laughs> the entire playoffs and now they're gonna have home and away until the finals yeah uh, home advantage until the finals that's that's really scary. <laughs> also, we're 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 missing one key one key thing here. They have three finals MVPs. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> we have the one from last Fuck. year. Oh my god. <laughs> Who honestly, the, I reckon there was a player better than her in that series, mm. being uh, Vandersloot. So you know, you could make if Jesus. You, if, four. You, <laughs> if you were in Chicago, I think you could. I think you could make the case they have four. Let's say five finals. I mean, god, it's... that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like when your worst player by a margin is Ali Quigley. It's like. Mm. Well, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you did make a great point just then mm. about the fact that you're going to have to beat them. And I think mm. that that, like, that kind of that does its own work as well because 
Yeah, you can go in being like, okay, cool. So they're going to do this to us. We can absorb that blow. We can react with this. And that's one game plan. But then it's like, oh no, we also have to bring shit to the game. Mm. And yeah, it'll be, it'll be, I think, yeah, they'll, they'll clean up the Liberty, but I think they'll, yeah, they'll probably be the most like exhausting team to play Yeah. Uh, in the second round. And then I, I mean, not to give anything away, but I think that they'll be, they'll make the finals. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, yeah. That, that's my prediction. Yeah. Hello and welcome to The Deep Two. I'm Mr. Both My Man, How Are We? And I co-host a weekly NBA podcast that I think you'd like. The Deep Two, named after Josh Smith's favourite shot, has us rambling on about everything that goes on in the NBA world, all the way from game recaps to off-season hypotheticals to Warriors exceptionalism. Join us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. Dante, you've got to talk about the freaking website. The freaking website, True. TheDeep2.com, so simple, I can't believe it, is our very own website where you can read long-form articles on all of the day's big basketball topics. The pens win that you guys know as the JVG NBA Tribute Show Boys even feature on there from time to time, so check it out. Okay, Dante, now you can send us off. Peace. Sun V Wings. Mm. So this is Connecticut versus Dallas. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think this is, this is going to be like, a very competitive series. Yeah, I think I I I don't want to I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think more so than Storm uh, than the four v five series. Okay. Uh, I think the Sana in this funny position where they're like they're really good and they've been really good for about four years now, mm. but like they need they really need to do something, mm. <laughs> you know, like they were disappointing last season in the playoffs. Um, and they've been obviously like had a another solid season this year, but there wasn't. I don't think there's been the end indicators that they'll be better in the playoffs than they were last year. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. However, like, I Dallas is just such a. Are uh, they a very uneven team? Yeah. I think. Like, I think they'll they'll be without Ogunbowale, which. Uh, <laughs> Uh, has been kind of to their advantage for the last few games. Yeah. They've been playing really well without her. And I think, like, uh, I think they actually match up pretty well with the Sun all over the court. Maybe not, like, okay, they've got... I don't think they've got a talent, more talented player at any position, but I think there's, like, there's a solid matchup everywhere. Yeah. Like, the the Tierra McCowan, John Cole Jones, uh, you know, like, McCowan's the sort of center I think you could shut her down. Um, if necessary, and I think we've seen that that's sort of been how you beat the Sun is like get John Cole Jones out of the game early, and mm-hmm. then like, and then you can sort of deal with everyone else. Um, however, they're just the Sun are just too good. Like, I, <laughs> I think they'll they'll have they'll have to win this series. Yeah, well, that was my last point that I wanted to make about McCown and Jones. Mm. I just think McCown will win that matchup. Yeah, because yeah, we've seen that John Cole Jones can get taken out of a game. And Tierra McCowan, I got her stats up from the last when she when she got the starting role at the end of the season. Yeah, I think it's sort of was like she's seventeen and eleven or something like that. Oh, that I know where that's from. Oh uh, uh, yeah. But since she got the start, which is the last thirteen games of the season, sixteen and ten. Wow. But that stretch that you're talking about isn't including the first two games okay, of yeah. of that. Well, it's a point and a rebound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But 
Yes, the Wings. Talking about that six to eleven narrative from like eight games ago. Mm. Since then, the Wings went six and two to finish the series, and there was pressure on all of those teams to break away. And I think that something needs to be said for the team that did it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah I think that to again to just go to back to that gamer point. It's just like they made it happen mm. within the last few weeks of the season. They've already showed that they can make something happen, and I think that alone will get them a, uh, get them a win. I thought that if it were to go to five, that the series would go to five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Between the sun and the wings. But I think, to your point, it's just like, how can you not pick the sun? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're going to pick it between, you know, if it's a three-game series or a 21-game series, you, you can't look at this series and not pick the sun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like, they're the, they're the better team all over the court and they're the team, I think, with more to prove as well. Mm, you know true. with more more to lose as well yeah more to lose like if you know if the wings get eliminated it's like oh cool like you know it was a bit of a it was a bit of a middling season and at the end of the day we came we came at like the top of like you were saying the top of the top of the rest like there's sort mm. of like the five powerhouses kind of secured and the Dallas was the next best team for the Sun it's like alright cool well like what do we do next year like mm. this is our fourth shot at it and we haven't gotten anywhere yeah yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that, yeah, that, that low-pressure situation for the Wings, even if they get... Or I think if they leave this these playoffs with a win, I think they'd be pretty happy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, also, I was looking at John Quell Jones' stats from year to year, last year to this year, <laughs> and they're, they're quite a lot worse. Like, yeah. she was the MVP last season. Yeah. And she's dropped... Her points have... She's, I think, scoring 75% as many points as she was last season. Wow. And for someone that is, like, a scorer, Mm. that's a big drop. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I just feel like... Oh, it is quite a big drop. Yeah. Um, I just feel like... I just think she's been... You just see her get targeted a lot more. And she doesn't... I don't think she quite has that, like... Which is crazy, because, like, Senna's, you know... Bigs like her kind of rule this league, you mm. know, but she she just doesn't always seem to have that will to take over a game and to just be like, all right, whatever you're throwing at me, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to get through it. Like, you know, like like you see Asia do, uh, like you see Stewie do, uh, like like you see Griner do, um, or even like, you know, an old even, even Sylvia Fowles. Definitely. This season. Yeah. At age fucking 105. <laughs> like, she'll... You know they'll you, they'll be putting everything on her, and she'll be like, "No, nah, I'm just fucking smacking you out of the way and getting a bucket." You don't see John Cole Jones do that as much. Yeah, we had, we had I think our last game or second last game of the season was against the Lynx, and there was nothing we could do about it. Like yeah. she was finishing over two players, and yeah, she was just like, "I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna get a hook shot up this possession. You can bring the help from where I'm gonna turn to. I'll just I'll just go yeah. through them. I'll find I'll find the gap." but I'm going to get to this right hook and it's going to go in. And that we were so helpless from time to time, mm. uh, from, from any time she, she did that. I think with Jones, um, yeah, she gets targeted and one, she doesn't like just take over a game, but two, and this is about the sun more generally, they don't play off of that. Mm, they don't, mm. they don't make the most of that. Yeah. She gets doubled in the post and then it usually just turns into a turnover. And then either the coach will pull her and the other team will be like, cool, great success. Or she'll stay on the court and just get taken out of the game. Where there is, there are these two other options that just never get explored. Yeah. And I feel like the two options that they choose, or the two options that end up happening, are the two options that the other team wants. And not once 
when a team does target her, do I feel like they've won that? Yeah. They've just like accepted it's going to happen. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that's, that's like one of the greatest strengths of like having, having a big who can kind of beat anyone one-on-one, mm. you know, it's not that, that they can beat anyone one-on-one. It's what they open up for the rest of the team. Um, you know, like if we get, if we get the ball to Asia, like we're not just looking for her to score. We're looking to create a disruption so we can get an open mm. three from like, you know, two 42 plus percent three point shooters. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's, that's the game plan. Um, when you have like a player who attracts as much attention as that. And yeah, I don't think the sun, you're, I think you're right. I don't think the sun, um, I don't think they, uh, exploit that enough. Yeah. Uh, also before we move on in the wings last eight games where they went six and two, they had two notable wins against the aces and the sky mm. and the losses, um, for context were against the Liberty and the Mercury. Wow. Mm. That is interesting. <laughs> Giant slayers. That changes everything. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Storm versus the Mystics. The big one. <laughs> How are um, you feeling? I want I want you to take to take the majority on this, but I just think this is going to be so much fun. Mm. I think uh, Stewie Deladon is just going to be white on white crime. The <laughs> like, I think it's one of the matchups of the playoffs. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, um, so we finished the season 500 on the road, and that feels really, really good. That's made me feel, like, a lot more relaxed. I know that it, like, you know, it was probably an inconsequential game, but if you look at the whole picture, it just does feel much better than... Honestly, if we were 8 and 10 on the road, or what, what other two numbers out? <laughs> 18, <laughs> or 6 and 12, uh-huh. they would all, they would both feel the same to me. Yeah. I would feel like just the fact that it was under 500 would, mm, would be a clinch. Mm, mm. But the fact that we're at 500 is, you know, helps me sleep at night. <laughs> and honestly, I feel pretty good about this series. Yeah, you do? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that, yeah, I've got, I got a lot more to say. <laughs> but I'll pass to you for a sec. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think you're the favourites here. Um, the Mystics have been really fun like they've been a really uh good team to watch and it's just been it's been impressive how tight they've been when deladon's been out as mm. well i think that's been i think that's been the most fun thing about them has been like oh there's like a really good team backing up one of the best players in the league here yeah. um but you guys are just i mean i think that tina charles pickup is just gonna be I'm I'm probably still underrating the impact that it's gonna yeah. have in the playoffs because I think you had such a, you had a solid like um, you know champion championship contending caliber team before that and you've just mm. added like an absolute scoring threat yeah um, I don't know I haven't I haven't watched uh, you play so much since she's been starting at, so I don't know how her and Mag uh, Magbagor have been sort of sharing you know the center position but I think if that's been figured out then like uh it's kind of there's kind of nothing you can do at the rim <laughs> against against the storm yeah. you know like if you got you got stewie sort of like um helping you got mcbegger just uh blocking shots and then yeah i mean tina charles is there too uh then it's kind of like both offensively and defensively inside is seattle's seattle's yeah. game well that's <clears throat> that was the one thing i had highlighted was um, Noelle Quinn I feel like she needs to be more fluid And cutthroat In, in the big rotation mm, mm. I think that she was quite rigid 
since we got Tina Charles, mm. and that, uh, I think that might be a byproduct of her integrating her into the lineup and then into the or into the rotation and then and then into the starting lineup. Mm. So maybe you know there is the positive of of that being figured out by now. But I think that she does need to just make a call on the game as it's developing. Mm-hmm. Like, do we need the D or do we need the O? Like yeah. that that that's, yeah. that just has to be the decision. And some maybe some games McBegor, Jesus, I went back to the fucking McBegor, <laughs> the, the seven plus commentator for the Olympics. So, oh my god, I miss him so much. McBegor, do you reckon? Do you reckon he'll be at the World Cup? <laughs> oh, he, he might be. He absolutely might he be. He really might be. Wow. Oh, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got to interview him. We got to. <laughs> we got to find out who he is. Yeah. We will be able to find out who he is. Then. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, go on. Yeah. So yeah, between Magbagor and Charles, maybe there's some games where one of them plays 35 minutes and the other one doesn't play at all. Mm. Um, but I have liked that the the four and the five rotation has just been Stewie, um, Magbagor, and Tina Charles, uh, and that yeah, that just feels so steady. I know that. Uh, I'm going to start saying Ezzy because I can't I yeah. keep fucking up the rhythm <laughs> Ezzy does make quite a few mistakes offensively but she more than makes up for them defensively mm. but defensively that unit is it just it's the, there's such a level of assurance mm. like Charles maybe not the best defender but so good on the glass Stewie is I reckon a better defender than Ezzy Ezzy is like oh, yeah, yeah. has higher highs but from possession to possession Stewie is just like an anchor mm. um and then Gabby Williams has just been shutting down whoever she has to guard. Like in that Lynx game, I was like, "What's happening? Why is this game? What? Why? Like, why are the Lynx struggling so much?" She just clamped up aerial powers. I think yeah. she had her first bucket in like the third or fourth quarter. Wow! And the reason was, it was just Gabby Williams was just on her the whole time. Jewel Lloyd has been fucking crazy lately. Mm. I think she had eight threes in our last game. Did she have thirty-eight or something? Yeah. Like that? Was that against you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, she had 38 points, eight threes. Like, every every shooting slip was above 50. Um, and then Sue Bird, probably having her worst, like, career numbers-wise, but she just optimizes everyone else on the court. Mm. And, yeah, like, we were talking... Were we talk, Was she part of that discussion where we were like, she makes assists? She's one of the players you can look at to be like, oh, that's why assists Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, we're talking no, about no, Vandersloot. No, we're talking about Vandersloot. I feel like... I, feel, I, I think it can extend to Superd as I think well. it can extend to Superd beyond assists as well. Mm. Like, like early hit-ahead passes, mm. uh, cutting cutting quickly, cutting with purpose, like setting back screens and stuff. Like, she just... She puts everyone else in their position and then everyone else is so talented that... that yeah, when she sets them up, they just... They, there's, there's no wonder we have such, like... Like, some of our games, we're just up by 30 in the middle of the yeah. third quarter. Um, and then, yeah, at this point, like, Talbot and... Oh, I've, I've hit on all the other role players. But, our, like, if our role players just have to be role players, then I feel good. Like, with that with that core four of Suber, Jewel Lloyd, Brian Stewart, Tina Charles, then you have Williams and Brian January. Mm. Williams, January, Gabby Williams... Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Williams, January, Talbot... Magbigor. Yeah. They just have to be role players. Yeah. And that feels that feels really and good. And that's almost like it's almost more depth than any team in the playoffs. Yes. Has, you know, because like what we what I didn't meant to touch on, didn't touch on before is like the Chicago Sky have like six really good players and then not much else. Yeah. You know, the Aces have you know, I mean, even Hamby was an all-star this year and she's just fallen off a fucking cliff <laughs> since then. Um so I I just think I think you have I think you have 
maybe apart from Chicago again, I think you have the best chemistry in the league in mm. terms of just like in terms of the types of players you have together. You know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like they're so complimentary. Um, and it's just such a good, a good, like a good combination of like, you know, experience, athleticism, youth, skill, like it's all there, I think for sort of, yeah. I like, I think, I think, I think you guys are like a, a shoe in for the top four. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like going into this season as well, I was like, I didn't. You know, I didn't really want Mercedes Russell to be part of the center rotation. Mm. And she's played five games for a total of like 54 minutes or something. Um, and I don't know. I feel like there was a bit of addition by subtraction there yeah. as well. Like if our three bigs are Brianna Stewart, Tina Charles, Ezzy, that's great. Yeah, it's but so then when good. also Mercedes Russell isn't in that, I feel like that's also good. Yeah. Feels bad to say, but... Nah, you can say that. <laughs> but, you know, we're the fourth seed. <laughs> Um, yeah, I reckon, um, I didn't give our numbers for any of them, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go storm in, I'm going to, I'm going to go storm in two actually. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. You got, you Um, got double home court and mm. it's Sue Bird's last playoff run and it's Seattle, the fucking home of women's basketball. (laughs) Um, I was, I was going storm in three. Yeah. Nice. I'll do it. Actually, let's, let's run through them all. Okay, cool. Aces and Mercury. Uh, Aces and two. Aces and two. Sky and Liberty. Uh, Sky and two. Sky and two. Sun v Wings. Uh, sun in three. Sun in three. Stormy Mystics. Storm in two. Storm in three. All right, so we got the same second round. Yeah. And one game different in the first round. It's, I mean, like there, there's a lot less room for, um, <laughs> there's a lot less room for error in, in this playoffs, I feel. Like there's, mm. there's five really good teams. And then I think Seattle is just so much better than the Mystics, mm. like right now as well. Yeah. Um, well, we're about to go get some El Jenna. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, which I'm so excited for. Perfect timing. However, before we move on to that, have you heard of Taj McWilliams Franklin? <laughs> so this is a name I saw in basketball reference somewhere and I was like, hold, stop the fucking presses. I need to find out more. <laughs> so Taj McWilliams Franklin is a former American professional women's basketball player. Uh, she had her professional career spanned three decades and began before the WNBA was founded, wow. which is awesome. Found her LinkedIn. Now, Taj McWilliams Franklin has her pronouns set as she slash her slash diva. <laughs> oh my God. Like when oh my God. Feb 30 was and the last time she missed. And she's like 50 or something. 51. Wow. My God! Unbelievable. Ty- Mick Mick Williams sounds like the most fake last name ever. The whole thing in a yeah. row sounds fake, <laughs> and it's also it's um yeah it's hyphenated for oh, anyone yeah. playing at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gathered. Her LinkedIn is so good. Who did she play for? <laughs> it's not on her LinkedIn, but it says <laughs> Purdue University Global, and then just WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Taj McWilliams Franklin. Let's have a look. Two-time WNBA champion, the Detroit Shock and Minnesota Lynx. Are you on her LinkedIn or... Uh, yeah, sorry. I'm on the other one. I got her LinkedIn. Do you want to see her words? Yeah. I played in WNBA in different cities for different teams. Those teams included Orlando Miracle, Connecticut Sun, Los Angeles Sparks, Washington Mystics, Detroit Shock, New York Liberty, and Minnesota Lynx. Wow. Simple as that, bro. Um, uh, you'll never guess uh, what is... Wow. Did she play for... No, just one. 
You'll never guess what team in Australia she played for. Ooh, does it exist still? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Southeast Dragons. That's a good guess. It was the uh, Dandenong Rangers. Oh, which is a great name for a basketball team. Yeah, by the way. or Dan- any sports team. <laughs> I think Dan McGinnis played for them. For really? Me. Yeah, in Damn. juniors. Wow. Damn, McGinnis. Damn. Damn, Daniel. Um, yeah, they see... Oh, they're the Southside Flyers now, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I was, I was close. Damn. The Dandenong Rangers. Someone needs to pick that up. <laughs> All right. Well, see you guys next week when we're... Will the first round be over? Or will we... Ooh, that's a good question. It starts on Thursday our time. It starts on Thursday. So we'll be deep into the first round. So we'll be able to give our thoughts on that and then we're gonna we're gonna talk through the uh, season awards. Oh yeah. 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 You know tonight? Yes please. Alright, see everyone see everyone next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the JVG NBA Tribute Show, hosted by Marco Holden Jeffrey and Lucas Petridis. Our theme song is written and performed by Pascal Ducasse with production by Mock B. Follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and on Twitter at JVG NBA for more NBA content. The JVG NBA Tribute Show. New episodes every Wednesday at 7am. <laughs>